Hello, everyone. Welcome to Caves and Japes, the podcast where we do phone stunts. This phone was falling, and then it was no longer falling. And I didn't even <laughs> hang up the Discord call. Yeah, I'm dabbing, I'm dabbing, I'm dabbing, I'm dabbing, I'm dabbing. Parkour. Fucking phone parkour, baby. <laughs> Welcome to our phone parkour podcast, Sick Flips. <laughs> the, Hell yeah. The joke is they're flip phones. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. That's pretty good. Um anyways, hello. This is Capes and Japes. Um in addition to Sick Flips, we talk about comic books. Uh, last week we discussed Black Lightning, um, and I said next week we probably talk about his, uh, daughters, and that is what we are going to do. Hell yeah. Yes, they're going to share an episode because, uh, neither of them has been a super major character, um, but they are cool. So... As um we talked about with uh Jefferson Pierce Black Lightning um what happens with his two daughters is that uh they don't exist until suddenly they do. Thanks they don't writers. Exist in... <laughs> yeah, they don't exist until suddenly they do. Um but rather than having it be, uh, you know, like, uh, he is two long-lost children that, like, suddenly came back into his life. It's like, they've always existed, he's always known about them, he was, like, you know, there for their childhoods, and, like, has remained in contact with them. It's just he's never told anybody about them, <laughs> because he doesn't want them to be involved with superhero business, because Honestly, it's too dangerous. Fair. Honestly, I can't blame him. Um, one of his daughters definitely does blame him, at least a little bit. Um, so the first of these, uh, the first of these daughters introduced into the, like, main continuity. The second one's a tiny bit complicated, but the first one to show up in, like, actual, normal canon, uh, is his older daughter, Anissa, um, who goes by the codename Thunder, um, and she is first introduced in, uh, Outsiders, um, the, like, third run of Outsiders, uh, written by Judd Winnick, um, and drawn by Tom Rainey, uh, although she is, like, alluded to, um, slightly before that in an issue of Green Arrow, where I think, uh, Jefferson mentions her <laughs> for the first time. He's just in... like, oh yeah, my daughter, and everybody's like, you're what? You're who? Did you just find out you had a daughter? He's like, no, I'm just don't talk about her because we're at work. <laughs> we're at work. It's like it's not relevant. Um so Anissa uh uses the codename Thunder um because she has uh the power to 
basically uh increase her density um so she can make herself incredibly heavy without you know changing size um which makes her uh extremely hard to damage um extremely hard to uh move or knock over um and uh makes it so she can uh land you know hits with an incredible amount of force um including uh stomping on the ground really hard um and making like basically like earthquakes not like earthquake earthquakes but you know like ground tremors um which is mostly where thunder comes from um i suppose it would be very loud it would be yeah it's loud it's rumbly it's you know it's thunderous um so she is uh it is established that she was born with these superpowers um and discovered them at a young age when like she was in elementary school she like accidentally like they sort of kicked in for the first time and she uh accidentally just crashed through several floors of the school um Rip. and then was totally fine <laughs> ripped to the school but nobody else was hurt and she was fine so uh just a whole bunch of property damage and, you know, that's fine, as long as, you know, somebody can fix it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is generally assumed to be, uh, her inheriting some kind of metagene from her father, who, as we established, is, like, initially introduced as using a like, specially designed belt to give himself lightning powers, and then, uh, later it's, like, gradually retconned to be that, uh, he did not need the feather to fly, and in <laughs> fact he just has innate lightning powers that he was born with, one assumes. Um, so when her powers first manifest... She really wants to be a superhero. Um, also fair. Yes. I mean, listen, most children would. Because um, they're not thinking about, like, the repercussions. They're children. They're children. Superheroes are cool. Um, and uh, both her parents say no. As... Um, we talked about also last week, um, her dad and her mother, Lynn Stewart, get divorced at some point during her childhood, and, uh, Anissa and her sister, who also exist but will be retconned in later, um, they go to live with their mother, but Jefferson is still, like, around and involved in their lives. Um, so she is, uh, very eager to do something with her powers, especially, uh, you know, 
finding out that her dad is also a superhero. Um, and he, uh, <laughs> they have this argument, like, throughout her childhood. And he and her mom are finally like, okay, obviously we're not going to be able to stop you if you really, really want to be a superhero. But you have to graduate from college first, okay? <laughs> you have to go to college and get a degree. And then after that, if you decide you still want to be a superhero, you can. Um, and then this is like, cool. And... <laughs> Goes to college, um, gets a degree. I think later she goes to med school. So I assume it's some sort of, you know, pre-med degree. Biology, um, who knows? <laughs> yeah, one of those things, you know. Um, but uh, goes to school, gets a degree. Literally the night that she graduates, she starts superheroing. <laughs> She's like, all right, I have fulfilled my part of the obligation. Yep, I did it. Uh, goodbye. Um, her first costume is, like, this red and purple kind of, uh, looking outfit. And she also has, like, blonde, like, straight blonde hair. Um, and then... Later, they change it to a uh, kind of, I think like a like a black and gold, um, more sort of lightning themed outfit. Um, and she starts uh, y- uh, using her like natural hair. Um, but she uh, is. A member of the 2000s version of the Outsiders, um, which was also the team that uh, Black Lightning was a big part of. But Black Lightning was part of uh, the version of the team organized by Batman um, as like a, you know, people who can operate more under the radar, like, out outside of the, you know, kind of mainstream superhero community, do stuff that, like, the Justice League isn't necessarily able to do. Um, and this version is a version organized by, uh, it's, it's Roy Harper's idea, Arsenal, um, I think he's Arsenal at the time that this is happening, but it could be one of its other code names. Um, but it's uh, Roy's idea, and he gets Nightwing to help him with it. And this is very, like, it's a very kind of mid-2000s book. Um, I know a lot of people re- really like it. There is stuff that I do like about it, um, there's a lot of really good, uh, if people who ship Roy Dick really, really like it, because this is where a lot of that comes from. <laughs> um, like everybody has to have the one where they're like, look, it's technically not good, but it did feed me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, 
I find that Nightwing is just so, like, insufferable in it <laughs> that I don't enjoy a lot of it. Um, but there is some good stuff. Among the good stuff, um, Anissa, who is the, you know, sort of, like, newcomer to the team. She's one of the younger ones. She is you know, pretty excited about being a superhero. Um, not as jaded about it as a lot of the others, even though she does, like, take it seriously. Um, she has, like, kind of a chip on her shoulder about, you know, being, following in her dad's footsteps and trying to prove herself. Um, all, all of the, all of the classic, you know, child of a superhero sort of tropes. Um, and she quickly, um, clashes with another member of the team, um, named Grace Choi, um, who Roy recruited, um, because they'd, like, known each other for a few years. She'd, like, helped him out with some stuff before. Um, she is a bouncer at a club when he approaches her about it, um, and she has, uh, like, super strength and, like, uh, healing factor and, uh, you know, in semi nine vulnerability, um, and <laughs> she is, uh, like, a very, like, she's got all these, like, cool tattoos, she's, like, very sort of, uh, you know, she's jaded, but she's also, like, kind of a party girl, she's sort of slutty, she's, like, doesn't care what anybody thinks, um, she's very cool, um, but she and Anissa at first do not get along, and it's mostly, like, Grace, like, really teasing her, and Anissa kind of bristling at it, um, but over time, it becomes more of a, uh, th they become much closer, much, much closer. Um, and Grace kind of becomes like more protective of her and more invested in, you know, sort of helping her figure out how to be a superhero. Um, and that's kind of, that developing relationship is, uh, also a big part of Anissa's arc over, uh, the course of this initial, you know, outsider's, uh, appearance. Her, uh, at some point, her dad, you know, shows up and tries to, uh, get her to quit the team, and she says no, and they have a fight, um... Not, not like a, a super powered fight and just like a normal like argument fight. Um, but, uh, obviously there ends up being a super villain threat and he has to help them go fight them. And, you know, he like sees her fight and he's like, wow, you've actually, you know, you've come really far. You're doing a good job. And she's like, wow, dad, like you're actually a really cool superhero. Um, and, you know, they make up and he is like, okay, you can stay on the team. Um, I feel like different writers have, like, different levels of how difficult 
their like relationship is exactly like it's always like a little bit tense but most people i think depict it as just sort of normal like parent child tension um like a a very typical you know difficulty that would come up in a parent child relationship except it would usually not be like i don't want you to be a superhero it would be like you know, I don't want you to move overseas, or I don't want you to, you know, do something else that's, like, risky or stressful or whatever. Um, so it's, it's generally depicted as, you know, there's some sort of communication gaps between them, but they do, like, care about each other. And obviously, she really looks up to her dad, because that's why she wanted to be a superhero, and she, like, chose a code name that you know went alongside his like superhero code name um and you know by comic book standards pretty good all things considered <laughs> could be could be a lot worse in terms of family dynamics um although like i think some writers make it a little more uh a little more stressful for both of them but it's generally just kind of you know normal um she uh the outsiders um go through a lot of changes uh in 2006 uh during one year later which is an event that happened uh immediately after infinite crisis where every storyline jumped forward one year and was like what's happening to all these superheroes like one year after infinite crisis um and during that the uh outsiders i think were like seemingly killed during infinite crisis and it's revealed that uh surprise they're all alive but they're like uh kind of in hiding um anissa is doing some like bonkers like espionage like government infiltration stuff um oh good yeah um always goes well yeah always always goes well um it does uh i mean (laughs) it ends up going badly but she's fine (laughs) and the team's fine um this is when she, I think, has her new look, her, like, different costume and her, like, natural hair. Um, and it is also revealed that, uh, at some point during this time skip, she and Grace started dating. Um, which, I, they're not, like, the first, uh, Wola was in the DCU, um... They might, it might be the first, like, relationship between two women of color. Um, I'm not sure. But, like, if it's not the first one, it is still one of pretty few. So, uh, that's very exciting. Um, I mean, it's not exciting that there's so few of them, but it is exciting. uh, But we do get this one. That we get this one. Yeah. And they're they're very sweet together. Like, they're genuinely, like, a very 
like earnest like cute couple um she um is injured during uh batman r.i.p um where uh she is like hurt in an explosion and she goes into a coma um and at the time it's implied that the coma is like permanent um but like it's comic book so like (laughs) death is not permanent so obviously she ends up recovering um there's like uh it's like unclear for a little bit apparently because it's like she shows up like okay in like a subsequent like crossover story and then she's like shown in a coma again and like something else um but uh eventually after this um she and grace start living together it's you know she officially is out of the coma um this is when i believe she starts going to uh medical school um and sort of retires from like active superheroing which you know i feel like being in a coma would probably do that (laughs) yeah um the um for whatever reason um the outsiders end up um being considered fugitives and uh the JSA shows up to uh try and the J- so Jefferson Black Lightning comes to uh Grace's apartment uh Grace and Anissa's apartment to to talk to them, you know, to kind of (laughs) see how things are going because it's been, like, a rough few months for everybody. Um, and then the JSA shows up to, uh, arrest Jefferson because he's part of the Outsiders. Um, and, uh, at the time, the JSA includes uh Anissa's sister Jennifer who we'll get to in a second but this is because of the weird way they were introduced this is possibly the first time we actually see these two sisters who grew up together interact oh my God. on panel but uh they show up Anissa like helps to fight them to like defend her dad um gets into uh an argument with Jennifer where uh she says something about how Jennifer was always like the favorite child, which is again something we've never heard before because we have never <laughs> seen anything about them growing up together because they were retconned into existence. Um and then uh ultimately um the fight gets broken up. Jefferson doesn't get arrested. Uh, Anissa and Grace end up rejoining the Outsiders, um, for a little bit. And then during New 52, I don't believe they show up. Um, and in Rebirth, um, I think Anissa is there. Anissa and 
Jennifer are there as like part of the Black Lightning solo series that we talked about uh last week. Um now that you know they are established to be his daughters and they can actually like exist in like backstory scenes and stuff. Um and Anissa might show up in the Rebirth Outsiders. Um, but I don't know if Grace has shown up. And she definitely hasn't been around a lot. Um, which again is weird because uh there is a Black Lightning TV show that Anissa is like a major part of. Um Grace made an appearance in like one of the uh the DC like celebrating like asian characters and creators like one shots uh which is cool but i don't know if she and anissa have been in any of like even the pride month specials which is weird because you don't have that many gay characters so i would think yeah you would like want to you know spend maybe they have and i'm just like forgetting about it but I can't recall them being in one of them. And again, like, you have, like, a canon relationship between two women of color that, like, I mean, as far as I can tell, there's nothing about it that would make you not want to spotlight it. So I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just, like, they are, like, they are both kind of very, like, 2000s characters, but, like, you can update them it's comics um so jennifer uh jennifer pierce is a little bit of an odd case just because she technically shows up in the 90s in kingdom come um which we've mentioned in reference to some other characters um I think it came up with Adam Smasher for sure. Um, but, uh, Kingdom Come was a story about a, like, sort of dystopian future version, um, of the DC universe, um, where it's like the next generation of heroes is like, has gotten like kind of out of control. Um, and, it was not, you know, obviously canon at the time it came out. And it still isn't. Um, <laughs> but but some people are like, you know what? I liked this thing, so I'm taking yeah, that, actually. Exactly. So because it, like, you know, it's set in the future, they had to introduce, like, a whole bunch of new characters that would be the future generation of heroes. Um, and a bunch of them were, you know children or grandchildren or otherwise related to existing superheroes. Um, so it's like a little bit of just like a well to dip into to be like, well, what if that character who was created for this thing um, does exist in canon? Uh, so one of those characters is Lightning, who is shown in Kingdom Come um doesn't do a whole lot we're not given her real name it's just like shown that she has lightning powers and she is the daughter of black lightning um 
unlike uh, her father, she has, like, a powered-up form where it's, like, basically her body turns into electricity, like, kind of like a sunspot or magma thing. Um, always cool. Yeah, always cool. It's, like, it. sometimes how cool it is depends on, like, how the artist chooses to interpret it. Um, yeah, and but, a lot of the time they do just make it horny. But, yeah. like... Like, theoretically, very cool. Um, so she makes this appearance in Kingdom Come, and then they decide to bring her into the DC universe, um, in 2008. So, like, five years after Anissa shows up, um, in, uh, JSA, uh, Justice Society of America, Written by Jeff Johns, uh, drawn by Dale Eaglesham. Um, Kingdom Come was uh, written by Mark Wade and drawn by Alex Ross. So, team effort, sort of. Um, and, again, it's established that she, like, grew up with Anissa, grew up with Jefferson, her father. Like, nothing weird happened. It's just that... He never mentioned her, and also Anissa never mentioned that she had a sister. So, like, this is the point where I feel like it's kind of stretching suspension of disbelief a little bit, to be like, okay, so you mentioned one of your daughters and, like, talked about her, um, but at that point you were not like, oh, also, I have two daughters, actually, um... And Gotta keep them on their toes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's never come up this whole time that Anis has been on this team that she has a sister and her sister also has superpowers. Um, gotta keep them on their toes. You gotta keep them on on their toes. Yeah, because like Anissa, um, Jennifer has powers uh, from childhood. She's presumably born with them. Um, they show up uh when she's a teen um when they first manifest um they're pretty out of control um she like can't like touch any electronics or she like zaps them um and uh i th- i think even like as she gets older she still struggles a little bit with controlling it, um, and, like, it, uh, it acts up when she gets, you know, overly emotional and stuff, which- Love it. Yeah, no, love it. Like, personally, I think, you know, like, lights flickering or, like, shorting out TVs when you get, like, stressed or worked up, like, that's a great vibe. Um, great content. Uh, so, similarly- Um, Jefferson, uh, and Lynn tell, uh, Jennifer that she is not, uh, allowed to do any superheroing until she graduates college. Um, we don't- And she's like, but I don't want to go to college. What the fuck? Hey, come on. They're like, okay. I want to, I want to go to trade school. Okay, fine. Be an electrician. (laughs) (laughs) oh man um we 
don't know as much um about like what her childhood was like as Anissa's because Anissa is like a major character in the outsiders for like several years and like talks about it and Jennifer does not get as much like page time and she's introduced later um so very rude of them comics tell us more yeah uh we get some i mean you know we get that thing that uh anissa says about how she was like the favorite child um and there's not really an indication from what i can tell that she was like as obsessed with becoming a superhero as anissa was um but what happens is that uh after anissa joins the outsiders um and uh you know jefferson sees that well it's like it's worked out for her but you know it probably would have been better if like he had been there to like support her in becoming a superhero and it wasn't just she graduated college and like hit the bricks um so he uh contacts the jsa um to see if they would be interested in considering uh jennifer for membership um and he's like it's literally her first day uh (laughs) (laughs) you have to be nice to her um so while she is uh she ends up joining the jsa they accept her um she uh befriends uh star girl um and cyclone who are also both like teen girl heroes um she also has like a little bit of a romance with uh jakeem thunder um who is another black character with electricity powers um i never would have guessed yeah um who we should maybe also talk about because it's a weird kind of legacy character situation um a a weird legacy character where uh grant morrison took an existing character and added a bunch of weird lore to it um as they are prone to do um thank you grant morrison Thank you, Grant. Uh, so, yeah, she is, um, she's on the JSA. Um, she decides to go by Lightning, even though she's, like, worried that, like, Anissa's is going to get mad if they have, like, matching code names. Um, which it does, it, like, it makes the whole situation kind of funny that it's, like, you have Black Lightning, and then you have his daughter who calls herself Thunder. Um, and it's like, yeah, cool, that makes sense. And like her powers are, you know, very different from his and make sense as, you know, Thunder related powers. And then you have his other daughter who has very similar powers to him um, and is just lightning. So it's like when you have Thunder and lightning and their sisters, that part makes sense. But it's when you take the whole thing into account and you have Black Lightning, Lightning, and Thunder. Yep. It's like, well, okay, I guess. Um, I suppose. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she is part of the JSA. She has like these friendships. She is, um, you know, helps the JSA during like, uh, brightest day, blackest night. Um, she doesn't get a whole lot of focus on her own as a character. Um, you know, she's like dealing with, she's, Dealing with, you know, normal, like, learning how to be a superhero stuff. She's, you know, trying to get her powers under control. Um, she has that, you know, uh, altercation that we talked about with Anissa, where they, like, show up because they're supposed to arrest the outsiders, and then the two of them get into a fight. Um, but she, yeah, has not, there's not been a whole lot of, uh, spotlight time for her to come into her own as a character um again she's also in the black lightning tv show um so i i don't know i i would like to to see more of them i'm more attached to anissa because i've like i've read some of outsiders um and enjoyed her and also i think like she and grace are very likable um i haven't really read much of anything with jennifer in it but i would like to and i would like for her to you know um be around more to do to be around yeah i i would love to i would love to see more of this like superhero family now that they're actually established as a family and we can have you know scenes of them interacting in the past and it's not like until somebody retcons in another child yeah it's like oh uh we also had a brother yeah secretly uh we had a brother and his name is um ground ground (laughs) (laughs) his name's ground Well, I'll, folks, I'll go. <laughs> you're, you're, you heard it here first. Um, this is our pitch for a new DC character. <laughs> His name's Ground. He can absorb electricity. That's, I mean, I'm good, good that somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um. I did too much stuff today and didn't save enough energy for podcast. (laughs) Listen, you, um, you, you did, you did great. Um. Thanks. That is all that I had to say about Thunder and Lightning. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Not really, no. (laughs) Okay. I didn't read anything. I Um, honestly don't know what I've done with my time. I took a nap yesterday. You ate six gnocchi. <laughs> they were stuffed with cheese, which is very confusing, oh. but they all they tasted almost exactly like Chef Boyardee ravioli. What? Yeah. Okay, you didn't tell me this about the gnocchi earlier. Oh, yeah, no, I'd... sorry. <laughs> they were very confusing gnocchi. Because when my mom told me the other night, Ah! we're having gnocchi for dinner, I expected, you know, regular gnocchi. Yeah, regular ones. Um, and then I got them and I was like, 
what is this? Because there was uh one there like half of them were um tomato and cheese and tasted almost exactly like Chef Boyardee ravioli. Mm-hmm. Um and then the other half were Alfredo. Um not like it dipped like made with Alfredo like there was Alfredo sauce inside of them. Um, huh. And they tasted almost like uh, chicken noodle soup. Like, they tasted more like dumplings than gnocchi. Um, huh. Just a very confusing experience overall, if you were expecting regular gnocchi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I guess I did have something to talk about, and it was my confusing gnocchi experience. Uh, um, I... Did read some comics. Um, I took out the first volume of Chip Starsky's Batman from the library. So now I have read that, the failsafe arc. Um, How is it? I like it. I'm so far behind on all Batmans. On all I don't think I ever Batmans. finished Tom King's run. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I liked it. It's really, um, it packs a whole lot in there. Thanks, it Chip. Moves... What? I said, thanks, Chip. Yeah, thanks, Chip. Um, It moves pretty fast. Uh, It is like... Do you think Chip Zdarsky is like, I don't know how long they're going to let me have Batman. I have to do everything I can. I have to do so many things. Um, It is like one of those stories that's like very like... Which like just has to happen like every like two years or so in Batman like... Batman is finally encountered as, like, greatest enemy yet. And this time, it's an enemy that he built specifically (laughs) to stop himself, but he did it subconsciously, so he doesn't remember doing it, so he doesn't know how to turn it off. (laughs) Which sounds silly when I say it. It is a little bit silly, but it's silly in kind of a very, like, Batman-y way. Um, the story's serious. Um, and then is he is he like Tim? Tim, you have to help me. Oh God, <laughs> Tim, please do something. Um, yes, Tim. Uh, Tim's Tim, I fucked up him. so bad. I did. <laughs> I fucked this whole thing up, Tim. Um, so there's some very good Tim moments. There's like I actually I meant to put these in in the Discord. There's a couple of quite gay Superman Batman moments, which oh, we well? all, all know that I love to see. Um and um there's also a couple of backup stories which I know people are like kind of uh divided on backup stories. I like them. I like them best when they're like kind of like a chance to do like a weird experimental thing. Um which one of these was? One of these was, like, a very cool, uh, sort of, of, like, very, like, hallucinatory kind of flashback thing with, like, very kind of Silver Age-inspired art. Um. That sounds fun. Yeah, that was very cool. And then there's a Catwoman one, which I also liked and had some very good moments, but it also, you know, had to, uh pack in a whole lot at once because it was a backup story so it only got like 
a small number of pages. Um, and I feel like with how much is going on in the main story, it like might have benefited from having those extra pages instead of having the backup story, but I did enjoy it. And the art is terrific. Um, it looks great the whole way through. And I definitely um, am interested in reading the next volume, which I probably will also wait until it's in trade to do, unfortunately. I did buy um, the most recent issue uh, because it's like, it was like issue 900 and they did like a bunch of like special covers. So I bought like a special foil cover, even though we I'm, do love special covers. <laughs> yeah, even though I'm not going to actually read it now i'm gonna wait until i have all the issues but i'm like well i want to have this i want to um, have the nice art <laughs> yeah um there's it makes also... it makes the crow brain go mm. yeah exactly exactly um there what it was free comic book day this past saturday um i picked up some free comic books um there's a cute animal crossing manga which uh, was very exciting for me. Um, there's also a uh, preview for Night Terrors, which is DC's summer event, and I don't, I don't want any more scary events. I don't know why all the events have to be scary themed. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> and the story that's happening in it is like. Damien having like a nightmare sequence and I'm like can we leave him alone please <laughs> can he just have a nice day can the child sleep for god's sake um I also um I flipped through the new issue of uh John Kent Superman where he has um arrived on in injustice world um and he uh, runs into Damien, um, which was very special to me because it's like, <laughs> he's like talking to like the Superman and like the Wonder Woman of this like world. And they're like, oh, uh, oh, there's an alarm. I think that's Damien. And John's like, Damien? And they're <laughs> like, John, you stay here. And John's like, I'm not staying here. I want to go see Damien. Um, so they go and talk John, to you stay here. You can't stop me. You cannot stop me. I'm Superman. Um, they That's my best go, friend. Yeah, they run and they... He talks to Damien, who, like, doesn't know John, because John doesn't exist in this universe, and they, um... Do you have, like, a, a cute exchange where Damien calls him kid, and John's like, I think I'm... We're the same age. I think I might be older than you. Um... So that's very fun. Um, I also flipped through uh, the first issue of the new Green Arrow um, because I was curious about it. Um, and finally, 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 after she was dead for a really long time and then she uh, briefly showed up in joker war uh leon harper is back and our daughter interacting. our beautiful daughter is back she's interacting with the arrow family she is um a like she's a a 
new, she's got like a Cheshire mask, which I think she had in, in Joker War. Um, but she's back. She's got blue hair. She's like a teen or preteen age now. Um, and then she gets, uh, zapped to some kind of dystopian future where Ollie also is. Um, and she's like, what the heck? I just saw my dad again, and now I'm in this dystopian future. And Ollie's like, I'm an edgy future superhero now. So I don't quite know what's going on. I just, like, picked it up because I was like, oh, it's issue one of something. Let me see. And then I was like, Leon! So. <laughs> she's there. She's she's there. She's real. She's alive. Happy about that. Sorry she got zapped to the future, but I assume that will be remedied. <laughs> You know, at some point. Um, did I have anything else? Um, um, Legion of X, I don't want to talk about it. Um, oh, also I got a, um, some things I pre-ordered a while ago and, uh, have showed up now. I bought a couple volumes of, uh... Spitball, which is an anthology done by the Columbus College of Art and Design, where they have, uh, like, working comics writers write scripts that, uh, students will then illustrate, and then they compile them all into these little anthologies. Um, and, uh, I've read... A couple of them, and they're very cool. Um, there's some... I mean, I I bought them because of, like, the names I recognize, but it's like, this one's got uh, Matt Fraction, Kate Leff, uh, Nate Stevenson, this one's got Ryan North, Ngozi. Um, yeah, I, I got... I, I just grabbed my spitball number eight. Yeah. Because um, I I pre-ordered Spitball number eight and it just came in recently, but I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Yeah, um, Blue Deliquanti. This one's got um, do do do. Uh, Greg Rucka, Jonathan Hickman, uh, Kelly. Cedar Dang, Conic. I should have gotten more of these then, huh? Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Very. Uh. Very cool. Very exciting. So I would recommend. You know checking them out if that sounds uh interesting to you um i feel like there was something else what's is there anything that'll jog my memory in the oh they uh put out a couple of preview pages for uh the ice and fire story that's going to be in power girl number one feel completely normal about it yeah that's going to then <laughs> lead into the ice and fire series uh it's fine it's all um normal and fine and normal um um i think i think that's everything i wanted to say i'm probably forgetting some stuff but we'll talk about it next week um or you can you know remind us about it send us a message um you can find us online at Capes and Japes on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a Discord server where we talk about comics and also talk about things that aren't comics. Anyone's welcome to join. Briar and I are 
usually around just hanging out. Um, if you want a link to my D&D movie fanfic that I finished the other day, that's in there. Yeah, it, I haven't I haven't read it yet because I just saw it today, but I'm uh, pretty stoked. I, I did just, I posted it at like 9.45 p.m. last night and I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Good night. And then this morning I was like, oh, I should probably put this somewhere that Olivia would be able to see it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your <laughs> consideration. Um what uh Discord Patreon. Um if you feel like supporting us on there, you can get uh bonus content, watch things with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um if you are not able to do that, you want to help out the show in another way, leaving a rating and review is very cool. Um telling a friend about the show if you think they might be interested in it, and just coming back and joining us, as you've done once again today. So thank you for being with us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, help Tim. I've made so many mistakes. <laughs> so many <laughs> mistakes that only a child can fix. I need my teen son to fix my mistakes. Timothy.